Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Well, as we look up at the old television screen and rewatch the NFC Championship game from Sunday... They're in the moment now where the comeback has started for the San Francisco 49ers. Why does it keep doing this? The um, the 49er comeback, which is one of the better ones in playoff history. Yeah. 17 points down. Not playing particularly well, getting the ball moved up and down the field against you. And yeah, yesterday we discussed the fourth down decisions by Dan Campbell and the like, and certainly that was there. But I want to look at it from the other side, from the San Francisco side, because it led to, once again, the referendum, good or bad, on one Brock Purdy, a.k.a. Mr. Irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Now, on this program, I, I have been the supporter of Brock Purdy. I've been the one that said, hey, the dude's winning. He's winning. I have two. What are you talking about? I have two. Last year, we got in a big old... That's a year ago. I changed my... This whole year, I've been super into what he's doing and saying that he's really good. Wow, did you... You flipped a switch. Because you were really out on him last year. Uh, do you not... You People must can not, grow and change. You must not listen to anything I say. Did you think I was doing a bit when I was complimenting the 49ers every week, saying they're the best team in football, and well, that but, he has been a big reason why? Yeah, there hasn't been that much. I mean, we yes, talked about the has. 49ers and how good it is, but we've never really dove in this season into the goodness or badness of Brock oh, Purdy. Yeah, I thought it was obvious how I felt. I am I am with you on this. Well, when you watch that game, yeah. And and who knows, maybe it's just and this is this is the 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 reason why the discourse has become annoying because it's almost started to cloud my vision on all of this. Yeah, but the uh, nonstop annoying conversation about Purdy the last few weeks. I watched that game. I'm watching that game, and it felt more. It felt more like the Lions were giving it away than the 49ers were necessarily taking it. And it certainly didn't feel like a quarterback centric comeback. Well, I mean, you you start the comeback with the play that everyone will point to. Of course, is the fourth down, the first fourth down, the dropped pass. Okay. So what is then the next big play? I would dare say, I mean, it's not even a dropped interception, John. It's a pass that goes off someone's face for the Lions. It yes. results in the Brandon Ayuk catch, which then sets up the first touchdown Correct. by the 49ers of this run. They got the ball back like two plays later. They score again, and, and suddenly it's a tie game. Um, so you're right in that. It was a fluke. It was a fluke play. It was a great play by Ayuk to, yes, uh, to make the catch, yeah. but it was fluky how it all came about now I would I guess here's where I will disagree with you slightly on it being a quarterback driven comeback and I I do think for the most part you are right but I would also add two of the bigger plays in the second half that he was a part of that I thought were the runs that he had oh yeah where he picks oh, up no big question. chunks of no yards question. on the ground he ends up with 48 yards he has a long of 21 he only carried it five times so he averaged was 10 yards a carry which is a hilarious number um, 
And so, you know, the debate around him versus like uh, Garoppolo, where for those who are anti-Purdy or say he's no different than Jimmy G, Jimmy G got them to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's all system based. This is kind of the argument that uh, that. I have also been a part of on the positive birdie side saying he's mobile. He can move. And that's that's a huge feather in his cap that Jimmy Garoppolo did not have when he was their right. quarterback and took them to the Super Bowl four seasons ago, five seasons ago. But I can't, I mean, what he, what Purdy has done to this point, you can't argue with the results. The results, right. the winning results are there. Yeah. But I also can't help but watch, and especially this time of year, especially this time of year, when the best players play their best in the biggest moments. Mm-hmm. And you're watching Mahomes, and you're watching Josh Allen, and even if even if he struggled, you're watching Lamar Jackson. You can't help but watch Purdy and just have this idea that, yeah, he's serviceable, he's good, but he doesn't have it. See, that's interesting. I'm reminded. I'm reminded. You know, I, I've been rewatching The Sopranos. There's that episode in the first season where Chrissy's trying to set up Adriana as a music producer, <laughs> and and um, and so Adriana's got this band that she's familiar with and thinks they're going to be really good, and they try to produce a record. And What's Chrissy, name? Uh, I can't it's remember. A horrible name. It was a bad it? name. Yeah. But Chrissy takes the tape over to Hash, who used to help produce music. And Hesh said, I can't tell you what it is, but I can tell you that ain't it. Mm-hmm. It They don't have it. So you're saying that's Purdy? And that's that's what Purdy looks like to me. Yes, he's serviceable. Yes, he's good. But he doesn't have it. So interesting. Real fast. let's. I want to unpack some of this stuff. So first of all, you said that you were like pro him. So are you... I, I'm still pro him okay. in that he works for what the 49ers are doing. So you don't want to walk back your your Brock Purdy? No, no, takes. not at all. But again, it's one thing when you're watching Purdy through the course of the regular season. It's another when you get to this point in the season when the light is shining the brightest and you're seeing the others. And is it unfair or fair to compare him to Patrick Mahomes? Of course. But guess what? Guess who he's playing this week? Patrick he's playing Mahomes. against Patrick Mahomes. So guess what? Just like Jimmy G was four years ago, his comparison, fair or foul, he's going to be compared to Patrick Mahomes. So what? So and ultimately, why I wanted to talk about this with you was you said yesterday you were annoyed by the Brock Purdy discourse, and so my question now is: so what is the what is the part that is bothering you? Is well, it- the, the part the part was the stuff all from last week. Just I mean, you had Ryan Clark on ESPN basically just say, hey. He doesn't elevate the people around him. Well, that's kind of your he, argument, though, right now, walked, isn't it? And then he walked it, and then he, of course, walked it back. I don't know. I don't think he elevates necessarily the people around him. Again, he's serviceable. He works very well. He is a good distributing point guard, or he's a, he's a good enough distributing point guard, but he's not a scoring point guard. Mm-hmm. And I know that's it's it's a hard. Comparison. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what football you mean. to basketball because obviously quarterbacks don't score a lot unless they are. You know, Lamar Jackson, who has a lot of rushing touchdowns. But the point is, you know, you just watch him, and yeah, he can get the job done. But there's just a part of it where it's like, he's not, as much as as some of the Frisco media, he ain't Joe Montana. 
I watched Joe Montana. I know who Joe Montana you, sir, was. Joe I served Montana. with Joe Montana. You, sir, are no Joe Montana. He's not Joe Montana. See now, it's, and, and not that he has to be, but I'm not. I'm also not going to sit here and proclaim, "Hey, this is a this is a this is a franchise dude who's going to be able to last with this franchise a very long time." He's getting the job done currently, mm-hmm. but I think we're going to see in two weeks. We're going to. And it won't even necessarily be just comparing what how he does it to how Mahomes does it. Forget about Mahomes. It's going to be what is he going to do against that Kansas City defense? Mm-hmm. I don't know if the results are going to be too friendly. So a couple of numbers for you real fast. Um, he's played 18 games this season um, because he did not play in the uh, last game of the season versus yes. the Rams. Versus the Rams. Um, if you look at yards per attempt, Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, he has had 6.5 versus the Packers, um, which was obviously the win to get them to the championship game, 8.6 versus the Lions. Uh, the Packers' yards per attempt was the second lowest of the year. The only game he was worse uh, was the Cleveland game. If you look at the uh, completion percentage that he has had in these games, the Packers game, 59%. The Detroit game, 64.5%. Those were bottom five in his performances this entire season. So you talk about playoffs arriving, raising your level of play. Mm-hmm. He is, I mean, he's been worse. If you just look at the sure. raw, the raw counting stats, he has been worse with those. The only two games, I mean, I don't think he's been as bad as he was versus Baltimore or Cleveland, but otherwise you could have a very real conversation about him being in, in the mix beyond those for his worst games of the year. And yet they have obviously won and they have right. moved on. And, and, it's, and, you know, outside he did have, was it one interception or two interceptions? He had one interception against, against Green Bay. And then he had one interception on Sunday. So, and, and, that, was, and that was, in fairness, his hand was hit in the pocket. He, he was stressed in the pocket. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily blaming that. But when, as I watch this team play, Outside of the runs that he made, and he did make those runs. That's him. It felt like I'm watching Jimmy G again. It felt like I'm watching that version of the 49ers again. Does it win, or at least did it win in that moment? Absolutely. Is it something that you're going to be able to continue to build on? I don't think so. KG writes, Brock wins, and that is the only thing that matters. So what I find interesting about this discussion in particular with you right now And that's fine. Guess who else won? Jimmy Garoppolo. So the majority of the stuff that I read is actually people that have your opinion. I have rarely seen the Brock Purdy is, I mean, outside of that stupid tweet from David Lombardi, I have not seen a whole lot of that. Um, So I I haven't seen that stuff. Uh, Ryan Clark, it seemed like you were frustrated with him, yet it seems like your opinions would would be more in alignment. Than well, that. I'm frustrated because he flipped. He's now flip flopping. Oh, they won, so it must. Be, you, so we did Ryan we Clark. Can, we sh- can't just be totally results based on this. Yes, they won. Did Ryan Clark change his tune this past weekend? Uh, he, he walked. He walked some of it back. Interesting. He walked some of it. Because Ryan Clark last week, he was the one who said... He was the one who said, I'm ashamed I'm that, that... We don't have to talk about him as an MVP candidate right. anymore. Inter- and so he walked that back? A little bit. Not all the way, but a little bit. Interesting, because... Like, but it, that, that's... I guess that's part of the conversation, because I get it. I get it. He has won. Period. With this group, it works. No arguments. But as we get beyond this year and down the road, you're not going to have Brandon Ayuk forever. You're not going to have... 
Debo forever. Well, again, he has gonna, two years left on his rookie deal, and that's, he does. When, that's and, when everything and, changes. And I don't, I don't think Brock Purdy is a quarterback you can build around. Mm-hmm. He's not that kind of a quarterback. You fit him in the right situation, which this is, without question, this is, then it's fine. But it's also, you know, he's not. He's never going to be in that tier ever. KD, who's a 49ers fan, writes in. We're at the point that everyone just needs to go along for the ride and stop have stop having takes about Purdy. No joke. Oh, we can't have, okay. We can't have takes about Purdy. No, then what let, are we doing? Let here? me finish. He says, no joke, he's not Joe Montana. He's a second year quarterback who was drafted last. Just go along for the ride. Yeah, I mean, I would I would Yeah, that's would, good advice for a Frisco fan. I'm not a Frisco fan. We're commentating yeah. on the situation. Yeah, I would I would yeah, I would, I would start the conversation with As a Rams fan, I'm very happy that the 49ers are in this spell right now. We're they kind of feel like they have to keep him. I love it. I well, think it's First great. of all, they don't feel like they have to. They have two years left. Everyone keep, continues to talk about him like they have to decide now. No, they, no, don't. they don't. They, they have don't. two more years sure. of, of dealing with sure. this. And I would say this. And you that's can, great. Those are can, great. I'm, I'm can, looking forward to those two you years. You can. Why? Let me. Okay, why? He is delivered win after win after win. And it completes his passes at a very high rate. He has a, an incredible yards per attempt. He rarely turns the ball over. And now he has them in the Super Bowl in his first full season as a starter. Why are you happy with this? Because, again, of all the things I just said, I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to be able to go out and beat you strictly with his own talents. He's got to play within the system. But he has two more years, system. John, of, of being on the cheap. See, I feel like now you're no, that's, changing. No, that's fine. I, Great. I'm confused because I thought you were you, a Purdy guy, and now I, you are. I am a Purdy guy for what he does for this, for what he can work with with this system. But as we know, as Dan Campbell reminded us yesterday, things are going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, things are going but to they, change. Again, they around get him for him. two more years, super, 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 yeah. super, super cheap. Great. And sometimes you get what you pay for. A Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl appearance. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that at all. But it's a super. Jimmy G got him to a Super Bowl. Where is he? Yeah, but Jimmy G had to get paid a lot. Like he was getting paid a lot at that time. I'm not arguing the budgetary stuff. I'm not arguing any of that. Again, if you're the 49, of course you keep him. I'm not saying get rid of him. I'm not saying you Because a lot of people are wondering if they're going to go after like a Kirk Cousins now, like this offseason. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I think that's pretty stupid. Danielle I, I, writes, would, I would go I would go with someone younger than Kirk Cousins. Danielle writes something, and, and there's another comment from Adam essentially saying the same thing, uh, but about a different quarterback. Danielle writes, people said the same thing about Brady, ironically, LOL. D- uh, Adam writes, I think Purdy and Russell Wilson have a lot of similarities. Nothing special, but they somehow figure out a way to win. Good quarterbacks that don't get enough credit. Uh, and, and then he says, not taking into account Wilson's tenure at Denver. And now, the Brady... Early success happened in such a different era that I do want to push it off to the side for a moment because that's very difficult to compare it to because the Russell Wilson run did happen in not this CBA. It was a previous CBA, but it was when things changed. Yes. When the draft changed where, ironically, your quarterback was kind of the last vestige of it. Sam Bradford picked number one. Insane contract. They were like, we can't have this anymore. And so moving forward then, the most important thing to have on a roster or one of the most, is a cheap-ass quarterback. Four-year deal, you can have the fifth option if they're a first-rounder, but you have them cheap. One of the reasons that the Seahawks were so good in the Legion of Boom era was because they had Russell Wilson in 12, 13, 14, and 15 on a third-round contract. Purdy is different because he was last, but still, four-year contract, super, super cheap. And so you are allowed to Mm -hmm. build around him. And that's why... 
not to go back to something we were talking about a few minutes ago, but I do feel like the conversation, oddly, with him has turned into the, they have a decision to make, and it's like, but they don't. They still have him super cheap for two more seasons. I mean, I guess hit him his agent can be like, we want more money. But the 49ers have no reason to engage with that conversation. They don't need but to. They, but they could have a decision if, hey, if let's just pretend two weeks from now, the Chiefs take it to him. And, and it's glaringly obvious, okay, we're, we're a little short in this department. They could still go out and try to find someone and draft, not draft over him, but sign over him. You mm-hmm. could still have him cheap because you've got a cheap contract, but they may feel the pressure with this core group that mm-hmm. they have right now that if we're going to win a Super Bowl in this window, the one thing we're lacking is our Class A quarterback. That could happen. And the crazy part about could that happen. is that like last year, I mean – the. 49ers fans said it for a year. The only reason we lost that game was because Brock Purdy screwed up his elbow on the literal first drive of the game. Now, we don't know what would have happened. Yeah, we don't know. But that's what they told themselves. And then they went into Philadelphia eight, nine, ten months later and whooped the crap out of them and said, see, we were right. Now, as we found out, Philadelphia was was fool's gold. Certainly this year they were. But But, but they made it here again. And so, like, I get it, John. You're right. Like, if if he goes out and plays poorly – you know, will there be a discussion? Of, I mean, I know what the shows will do. We'll probably talk about it. Do they need to get another quarterback? But but then, what do we do with all of the other evidence of him over the course of his career, most of it in the regular season? Because he mm-hmm. played, I thought, poorly for a half versus Seattle last year. I didn't think he played his best versus the Cowboys. We just mentioned the Eagles game. We've already talked about the Green Bay and the Detroit games this year. The, his playoff sample size is is. It's small and it's very checkered. It's checkered. Very great, checkered. Great word. It's certainly worse than his regular season. Yes. And so, but a lot of quarterbacks are Lamar Jackson. We just got done talking about him yesterday. He has been worse in the postseason. Dak Prescott's been horrible. Aaron Rodgers has his his postseason uh, credibility beyond the Super Bowl run is also checkered. So on yeah. one hand, I understand what you're saying. On the other, I say, okay. Are you going to find someone who is better? Now, I will read this comment from KG, just wondering how many quarterbacks would fit in the San Francisco system. That's always the question, because Kyle Shanahan has made quarterbacks far worse than him look better than they usually are elsewhere. I mean, Jimmy G is a perfectly fine example for that, too. But there are some people you can just, I mean, come on. <laughs> take take the top five quarterbacks, and if they're on San Francisco, 49ers are going to be favored by a touchdown or more. Flip flop, flip flop the two quarterbacks in this game, oh, yeah. and tell me what the end result's going to be. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Now again, you are comparing it to the best in the business, mm-hmm. which is can be an unfair comparison. But again, I can't argue with the results. But my eyes also tell me when I watch him, just like it's a lot of it, just like Adriana's band, they, he just doesn't have. It. Mm-hmm. And when you get to this level, you have to have it. So real quick, when you said you don't like the discourse, basically what you're saying is you you find the 49ers media complex like annoying. That's what the annoying. Oh, yeah, that's that's certainly okay. part of it. Because I find him that's certainly part of it. But it, it is a fascinating conversation. 100 percent because of everything about the story. Now, I will push back on the people that said, well, they thought the same thing about Brady. Here's one thing about Brady, though. Brady had the physical tools. Certainly. 
Much bigger quarterback. Purdy, Purdy less is, mobility. Is, is classically undersized in a quarterback sense. I know he's not undersized as a person, but is in a quarterback <laughs> sense. Yes. He's he's smaller. Yeah. He's a very normal sized human. Yeah. If he was in we our office, to, he'd be normal sized. We never worried about Tom Brady gripping a football in the rain. No, certainly not. Or most of the other, you know, quarterbacks. But it is a, it is it, it will be a very fascinating watch because there will be a lot of eyes. It'll be the most eyes he's ever had on him, you know, in his entire life. It's a lot of eyes, and there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of conversation around him. And the funny thing is, especially to, because of the guy he's playing across yeah, the field. And to go back to Brady, like you do wonder what can his career ultimately turn into? Like how much better can the guy get? Because Tom Brady in year one, you're right, his he was certainly different physically, but he was also way better five six years later because he'd been in the league. And now by the time he retires, people are like, he actually deserves more credit than Belichick. I mean, people have that opinion. Even though the first couple of years, the first couple of Super Bowls, we gave Belichick all of the mm-hmm. credit. So, like, right now we're saying, oh, Purdy's only good because of the 49ers system. I mean, is there a world where down the road we're saying, yeah, and Purdy ultimately took control? I thought Russell Wilson, his game evolved a ton. Right. Um, you know, it's funny. When Russell, when Russell was at his best, they actually weren't winning Super Bowls. They stopped. They didn't even make Super Bowls. I thought the best version of Russell Wilson was in the 15 to... 19 range, really before the COVID season, and that was when his career took a nosedive. But he never won a Super Bowl in any of those years. He's never even got back to a Super Bowl. Mina says, Purdy doesn't have it, question mark. Wouldn't you agree he had it at Iowa State? He was a total gamer in college. He somehow lost it between his starts at Iowa State and going to the Super Bowl in two seasons. Having it in, I mean, Tommy Frazier had it in college. Yeah, he Brock never played Purdy, a snap in the NFL. The, There's a difference. The knock on Purdy, especially his last two years, was turnover prone. They weren't winning the big games anymore. You know, right. like that was a team that had a ton of hype coming out of the COVID season. They lost a lot his last year. He had a 19 to 18 or 19 to 8 touchdown to interception ratio. And I mean, one of the reasons people are so surprised at this is this guy wasn't the player at Iowa State. That like that's a part of my, you know, super surprised Mm -hmm. nature surrounding all of him is I didn't see this coming at all. Didn't see it coming at all. No, nobody did. It is, it is funny like too though, man, because to go back to the tweet a few minutes ago from KD, he was the, the last pick of the draft last year. Like no one is ever under a microscope like this. Like the take complex that we have to have about him on a game to game basis is wild. Given that he was picked last and yet we're talking about him like, you know, he's Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott, where every game is a referendum game on him. I think it's fascinating. Well, but when you are this deep in the playoffs and you play for a franchise like the 49ers, who has a pretty good history of quarterbacks. Sure. I mean, you know, you can be a, you can be the last guy picked, and if you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, guess what? You're going to get a lot of attention because you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the same thing here. Ironically, was a quarterback in the 49ers. Trey Lance. Uh, Chris writes. Well, and that's one of the reasons why Purdy's in this spot because uh, Trey, Trey Lance, Lance picked third overall. Went, wasn't it? And they over and they reached for it. The other, <laughs> the other reason Purdy's there is because of the Dolphins. Fins up. What did the Dolphins do? The first game he came out was the game oh. the Dolphins played, and then they took out. Was it Lance? No, Lance had already been hurt by then. Yeah, Lance was hurt against. They the hurt Bears. the guy that was. They hurt. Of Brock, they hurt. Right? Jimmy was it G. against the Bears? Yeah. 
He got no. He didn't get hurt the against the Bears. Game. He got hurt in the next game. Yeah, the next they game. lost against the Bears. He got hurt in the next game. Oh, that's right. Jimmy G came back. Then Jimmy G got hurt versus that's the right. Dolphins. There's so many quarterbacks last year. Uh, Chris writes, "Who are you even get money, Chris? Who are you going to even go after? Who is good that you could get? Sure, I would rather have Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Hurts, Herbert, Lamar. You can't get any of them. So who else is out there that are no-brainer gets? I mean, that I would agree with that. You know, that's why the Kirk Cousins stuff. I I'd rather have Brock Purdy right now than Kirk Cousins. He's younger. He's more mobile." Um, you know, and he's well, he's more in tune with this. You're right. I mean, it, it, it's it's you kind of stuck with what you have. There's not another big trade out. There. But do they view it as stuck? You view it as stuck. I view it as this is a this is a luxury to have a quarterback this good, this successful. I won't I won't call it I won't call it a luxury until let's face it until two weeks from now. Because guess what? You're holding him to that standard. He's made the Super Bowl, and you're still not willing to say this is it's a his luxury. First full season. No. I, the 49ers aren't in this game. The 49ers don't exist just to get to the game. They exist to win this game. This is a franchise that has won five Super Bowls. They haven't won one in 30 years. Yeah, see, but that's It's when, about winning Super Bowls, sure, and that's all that matters. But again, the luxury is having a quarterback this cheap, this good, this early in his right, career. But if, that's a luxury. But if, you, but if you find out in two weeks that it's, that, that, that luxury isn't going to get you to where you need to be, and you see that window closing with the core guys that they have right now, it ain't going to feel like a luxury. Wow, I couldn't disagree more. Josh, it's about winning Super Bowls. Of course, but they made it to the Super Bowl. So you're it's gonna, about winning you're the gonna Super judge Bowl. One winning loss. The, getting to the Super Bowl means nothing without winning you're it. You're going to judge his whole, the whole Brock Purdy experience. 20 games no, I'm not, is I'm not, on one. No, I'm, not judging, I'm not judging him. I'm just saying how these things are thought of. It won't be viewed as much as a luxury if one of the reasons why they don't win in two weeks, or even if they don't win. Now, it's hard for me to imagine Purdy playing really well and the 49ers losing. Sure. Um, so I, that's the assumption I'm going on right now. Hell, we saw last year a quarterback who played really well in the Super Bowl and lost and look at the conversation today, one year later. Yeah, but he has played bad. He played bad this I, season. I, and I understand that, but that's how quickly if things, comes that's back how and... quickly things can change. Again, the 49ers are in this game to win this game because I... that's the kind of franchise they've always been. Of course. So, and that's why I'm saying it won't. It it is a luxury in theory, but it won't feel like a luxury if they don't win in two weeks. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're judging how you feel after a loss in the Super Bowl, you're very down on yourself. But you still have two years of a cheap quarterback, and you know he can take but again, you. Again, it doesn't matter. Take- if, it, if, you got this, if, you, if you see a window closing, these windows don't stay open forever in the why NFL. Is, why is the window closing in the next two years, though? Because they do. They all do. I know, Nothing's why, forever. I'm just wondering why the window has to close, like, now. Like, yeah, they could never get back here, but it's not going to be because you have to pay Brock Purdy. That's the point that I'm making. The luxury is you can still build around him but, for two more seasons. But if you've got a group that you already believe in right now and that you've built around right now and you can't get the job done, and you're going to look at that position and say, that's what we need. We need something better at that position if we're going to take this group to the next level. That's all I'm saying. I feel like that'd be a wild overreaction. If they lose this game and they panic and they say, we got to get somebody else in here, that is an overreaction. Not if you're a pro franchise that has won five Super Bowls and hasn't won one in 30 years. Overreaction. You lost to the best quarterback on the planet, and your response is, we got to get a better quarterback? No. Overreaction. <laughs> they made it to the Super Bowl in a in year one. 
under Brock Purdy. Do you realize what you're doing? You're going reverse Ryan Day right now. What are you talking about? Ryan Day hasn't made it to a national championship. He but, hasn't made but, it this but, far. But it's the, it's the idea of the overreaction. So we've literally flipped roles. Yeah, you're the one who's overreacting. If they lose, you're saying they should... Ah. No, I, I'm saying the pressure will be on to feel that way. You're calling it this luxury that's like, they can just kick back, kick up no, their feet and say, see, we're fine. No, that's not no, what I said. But that's what luxury implies. No, luxu- and I, I'm saying explain, it ain't going to feel like a luxury if they lose this game. I'll explain it one more time. The luxury is that if... They need to rebuild the roster. They could still do so with a super cheap quarterback. That's the luxury. The luxury is the but quarterback. But if the quarterback salary. is the position that is keeping you from getting to the ultimate goal, it's no longer a luxury. Mm. I mean, I would my argument right? that I would make would be why can't the quarterback get a little bit better next year and then win the Super Bowl? It's year one as a full time starter. I don't oh, judge we don't judge quarterbacks for going to their first Super Bowl and losing their first Super Bowl in their second season. That'd be that's stupid. That's soup. That John. That's that is not seeing the forest through the trees. That is saying I cannot get past my priors of the tiny guy with the tiny hands. But if that's the reason why oh, you man. lost, that's the only again. And we don't know. We're we're supposing what happens in two weeks. I would say whatever they do, changing a quarterback would be a wild overreaction. Wild overreaction. If they lose, it's going to be because the defense sucks. That's why they're going to lose. Was it a wild overreaction to trade for Matthew Stafford? They did that how many years later? Three years later? It was, yeah, they played two seasons after that with golf. It wasn't three years. It was, it was, it was after the third the, season it was after, after the, the second season. Yeah, so, I mean, two years? No, because by that point in time, they had decided, we can't win it with this guy. They had moved on from him by the end of the 2020 season. Mm. That was two more years, though. All right. I thought you were the pro Purdy guy. Again, he's doing great work with what they do and what they want from him. Absolutely. I can't, I, I'm not arguing that. But if he ends up being the reason why they fall short, the pressure's going to be ramped up. We're not going to argue on that one. We agree on that. Pressure's going to be ramped up big time. And in those moments will possibly make fools of us all. But it will be or a fools of one of us. They're going to win. So, I mean, the, the, this whole They're debate gonna is... They're going to win? Yes. This whole debate's going to be rendered moot because the 49ers are the better football team and they will win the game. Oh, this will be fun to clip. I mean, I hate to disagree with you on that, but no, I think the Chiefs are winning this game. Hmm? I'm on your side for the record, Josh. Oh. Only because you're tired of Mahomes. I think or the, the Chiefs. I said the I I said after the first round the Chiefs were going to the Super Bowl and I was called a, an overreactionary in that moment too. 49ers have been the better team since start to finish. I think the 49ers The last two are, games they've been a little bit lucky to be here. Sometimes you need a little luck or sometimes you just need to be the better team. And the 49ers are the better team. But are they the better team right now? Well, luckily they have two weeks. They got two weeks to find another quarterback so they can win. Ah, Kirk, <laughs> how's your Achilles doing, Kirk? Join our team. All right, we got more to come. Sip will join us in a little while. Allegedly. On 1620 The Zone. Nick Grimm for Circus Sports Iowa. This sports book will quickly become your new favorite anywhere in Iowa, and that is because they offer tight money line splits and they keep as little money as they can on large market bets. All of that adds up to you making a lot of money. 
Not to mention how they won't even limit you if you keep winning, so if you're on a roll, just keep hitting it and keep going. Also, as of today, they offer squares bets for that big game that John and Josh were just talking about on February 11th. The cool thing about these squares, you get to pick your own numbers instead of hoping the universe does you a solid. You're in control, and you can either go by quarter or do the entire game. It's all under the prop bet section in the Circus Sports Iowa app. Their customer service also is undefeated. It's like having Las Vegas hospitality right in the palm of your hand. There's real people resolving any real issues you may have, and very, very quickly. No dumb AI, no dumb computer, just real people. So don't wait. Download the Circus Sports Iowa app right now and never worry about searching for a new sports book again. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-238-7633. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.